Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Monday edition of the program, merely Bo and the Great Z. How you doing, buddy? I'm in darkness. It is darkness. Hello, darkness, my old friend. So they're doing the construction. They put up a temporary wall. Behind the wall was our window to the world. Natural and now, light. None. Not. So. Quite dark. It is quite dark. <sighs> yes, indeed. It actually makes the lights more bright. They're hurting me. They are. It's hard to even look in that direction, to yeah. be quite honest, if I'm going to be quite honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that we might is need to wear great. the hoodies to bring like light to the area. Like full, all the yeah, whole just, time, just yeah, always boom, yeah, and then the joy, the joy, the pure. joy of it all, mm-hmm. yeah. That mm-hmm. would that might help. That could certainly help. Um, I feel robbed from yesterday. I feel robbed, um, robbed by what happened uh, in the Eagles Niners game. Uh, totally the quarterback I mean, stuff. I mean, you just didn't get a game. It was done. All right. So I have well, and then I have thoughts on that. And then robbed by the officiating in the fourth quarter uh, in the AFC that I think marred. What was still a really thrilling game, um, but some just inexplicable stuff and decisions on what to call and what not to call. And the idea that we have a league that is worth what this league is worth, that we don't have full-time referees that aren't held accountable and we don't have a sky judge permanently ready to get things right right away, I don't have any sort of – I can't wrap my head around it. But then sometimes, like when Mahomes' knee was down on that pass – yeah. They have it in right now. A split second, right now, they got it, which is right. incredible to me. But yeah. all right, let's start. Let's go. Let's. You want to do chronologically, or do you want to start tell, in the AFC? I'm. I'm. Choose your own adventure. I'll do either one. Let's start with. Let's go chronologically. We'll start with the Niners and the Eagles. Yeah. Well, and this is going to lead me into what I told you. I said, you know, if I ever had a program that I did solo, you know, I would do this. Th- thing or not a thing like is mm. this a thing or is it not a thing so you can use that if you'd like thank you yeah, thank you I like, that feels like kind of a catch-all it feels like right. like something you could do every day every feels day. like you could almost get sports and non-sports topics in there uh anything. illuminating entertaining food yeah, cinema anything you want television i like it yeah. i'm gonna wait let me write vacation spots <clears throat> i'm gonna write that trends down. yeah write that down things thing or not or not a thing i like okay. it so this right. is going to cover I'm gonna what that. I'm going to do here is going to cover into both games, but it's going to start chronologically with okay. what was the biggest play early on anyway of the yep. first game. And so what I'm going to propose as, and I think this is, you actually tell me if you were, if you had that idea, how would you do it? Would you okay. be like, is this right. a thing or right. is it not? Let's a pretend thing? that I have an institutional yeah, knowledge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go, go. So what would I do? How do I introduce it? Do I, say, I would say, is blank I would a say, thing or no, not I would say this happened thing or not a thing. There is, okay? Okay. Yep. There we go, right? Yep, let's try it. Reading the body language of a wide receiver in a catch-non-catch situation, thing or not a thing. I say... No, 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 no. You would stop. Stop. And then I would say, thing. Thing. Clearly a thing. Not to NFL head coaches yesterday. No. Not a thing. Not a thing. Exhibit A. Yeah. Fourth down. Yeah. Devontae Smith goes up, makes what appears to be a super an human. incredible yeah. one-handed catch. Sure. 
I've seen Devontae Smith make a lot of big plays. Had Devontae Smith had full confidence in himself that he had caught that football, he jumps up, he's probably going to give you a first down, oh, yeah. he's going to go gesture to the crowd, everybody's going to be going nuts in Philly. Instead, yeah. Devontae Smith jumps up and does this, which must be their sign for speed, everybody, speed, speed. hurry the hell up <laughs> right. and let's snap this ball. I saw that. I said, challenge it. He doesn't think he caught the ball. Challenge it. It's worth it anyway because it's a turnover, basically. For sure. And 30 yeah. yards. Uh, it, uh, too important. Too important too not important. to. Yeah. Does Kyle challenge it? No. Mis mistake by the gangsta. They ultimately scored touchdowns. Could have scored zero. In fact, it was. It took a while to get the definitive review, but I feel like they would have gotten there in time to overturn yeah. it, but clearly not a catch. Like, not even not close. Every, yep. Very obviously. Okay. Yeah. So that was exhibit A. Exhibit B. Big thing. Yeah. Exhibit B. Oh, leave it open. Oh, boy, it was so nice, Leave even just for a moment. Exhibit B. Mahomes throws an absolute dime to Kadarius Toney. Yep. Does he catch it? Refs aren't sure. Kadarius Toney's sure because he gets up and starts shaking his head and walks back towards the bench <laughs> while Bengals guys are chirping at him, and he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead, talk in my ear, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Clearly did not catch Clearly the football. Clearly did not catch the football. Andy Reid. I'm going to challenge it and find out if he did. Just look at him. What are we doing? I knew both of those calls within two seconds of what happened yeah, and yeah. what the head coach should do in both cases, and Did neither the of them saw it. Like, two guys who are geniuses when it comes to offensive play calling and, and just can't read body There's got to be enough people on the sideline to Someone's be like, dude, say, he, he, that, guy did not, that guy does not believe he caught the ball. When a receiver catches a ball on a play like that, they're going they're to going let nuts. the world know, hey, I did something great. They're not going to be like, that's what the quarterback usually does. Like, hey, let's go. I'm not sure yeah, yeah, yeah. it bounds or whatever. Right. This is the receiver being like, I didn't catch that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. And then the other one was like, he's sulking. He was sulking. Yep. I blew it. And Andy Reid's like, well, maybe you're wrong. Yeah. Maybe you don't. You didn't actually feel the ball come out of your hands, roll along your torso on the ground. Yeah. And then you picked it up again. Yeah. No. He. I, yeah. It sometimes was it that is good? that simple. Was they that did a good job. That's a good job. It's good. In fact, if in a in a hypothetical situation, maybe that would be something that I could even as soon as tomorrow in I'd like you to use the hypothetical it would, scenario nothing Perhaps. would bring me great joy to, for Perhaps you to okay. debut that segment yeah. and then with with, with that, that in there yeah right yeah. maybe yeah. i'll i'll see if, if yeah uh see if we can get that done um two bi big things there um the let's do eagles okay niners back to first. eagles niners yeah but anyway i had once to, that drove me pro nuts yesterday appropriate vent in the end it doesn't make a damn bit of difference because you have no quarterbacks so if you cannot throw the ball down the field okay you're cooked, and so we we the fact that the fact that that happened in an NFC Championship game to a team that was already down their first two quarterbacks, already under their third, that actually went through the third and their fourth, and by the time the first drive of the second half is underway, you are in a situation where you cannot throw the ball down the field. It's done. Okay. It's impossible to me that there isn't like in the NHL, for example, there's a third goalie for break glass situations. And I understand that this is once in a million, but this was a big million. This is the NFC Championship game. Like, don't even have them on the sideline. But once you're down to that level, there has got to be a third quarterback somewhere who can come in and play. You cannot have that happen. Okay. What happened yesterday? Because you got you were robbed. It wasn't a real. It wasn't game. even a game. It was not a game. So, three things. Thing one. Not doing thing or not a thing. This is just I'll call it item A. Well, what about well you so, just you just said what's interesting is you just said three things. That yeah, also which, sounds like a really good idea for a time. All right, for I got three things on this. I like that too. It's almost like that might be something you could do every yeah. day too. Numero yeah. uno. Yeah. 
This is the first championship, conference championship game in NFL history. Likely that the 49ers would have been better off playing, I'm going to guess, at least 12 people in the crowd that day. And I'm talking fans, not like Steve Young who was there or Kurt Warner on the call. I'm talking 20 fans, if not more, maybe anybody. Because basically they were playing with like if they picked like not Pedro to play quarterback, they would run the same offense. Yeah, they, they couldn't do anything. Yeah. He couldn't even – those screens took an hour to go two yards. Yeah. Like, it was insane. So this is – in my I believe this is the first time where there's, like, maybe even 100, maybe even 1,000 people in the in, in attendance who would A have high get, school quarterback. Gave the Niners a better chance. There were chance. probably college quarterbacks in attendance. I feel like be, we would have given the Niners a better, a better chance. chance. I, we could have at least thrown the ball 50 yards. Yeah, yeah. Right. What you got so that's insane. That okay. is insane. That's that's thing one. Thing two, and maybe it is look, maybe it was unfortunate camera timing just because oh. there are somber and serious things going on and Jimmy Garoppolo appeared to be having the time of his life on the sideline throughout the entirety of this game. Debacle. I mean he was yucking it up and laughing every time he was shown on camera. I did see that. I didn't see it as uh, so. Some of this game, I I caught in the car on the radio. I mean, he um, so, could, he, so he was. They, were, they would take cutaways, and he was having the time of his life. Oh I my saw, god! I saw a couple of him smiling, ear to ear grin. Yeah, wow. just like. Why is he on the sideline then? He was on the playoff roster and inactive. Right, but like if his attitude was that, like it's weird that Kyle wouldn't have a better read on that. That he would have him be in the mix if he was going to enjoy something like that. Maybe it just was circumstance, bad timing. Maybe, maybe yeah. somebody told a great joke. I don't know. Yeah. Because at that point, I mean, that's all they They're could do. Cooked. They knew they couldn't win. I mean, it, yeah, was, it was like cooked. it was Soon a joke. It was done. It was done. Yeah. Does you like a, a high school team? And the third is, to your earlier point, there needs to be. I believe for going forward in playoff games only, not in the regular season ever. Too bad. Tough turkey in playoff games only. Every quarterback in your program should be dressed and eligible to play in the game. Only like, but three can only play if one Here's and two thing, get though. hurt and four, but like they should all be able to like, you should never have a situation where you don't have a quarterback. Go ahead. What is the big benefit? Even if you dress three for every game, who cares? You're not going to play all three. It's not like the chiefs are going to be like, Oh God, we got to get, we got Chad Henney. We also got to no, get, because they don't want to take away from like a linebacker or somebody who plays but just, special so just teams add or whatever. A position so you can have three quarterbacks active every week. Who cares? I agree. No but, one's going to play him. It's not a competitive advantage of three quarterbacks. I couldn't agree more. Who cares? Who, who, you can't play an NFC Championship game without a and have that happen. They That's couldn't throw the ball. No, it's a debacle. And so we were robbed of the game that we thought we were going to see. We did, didn't get to see it. Did you hear Nance's good line? He goes, what if I would have told you that Brock Purdy started and finished the game against the Eagles, did not throw an incomplete pass in the entire game, and the Niners lost Thirty-one to seven. Or <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah, I'm surprised he got it out without Romo yucking it up over his every call. That's on my notes. He's lost it. Oh, it's over. Like, it's I think over. they maybe it's should over. pay him to go away. He has become. He doesn't know. He doesn't. He's not doing any work. I don't know what he's doing. He's not. It's a big play here, Jim. I mean, it's like there's. Well, we know, dude. It's third down. There's a minute twenty to go. He's, I think we have an understanding of that. There's no analysis. Uh, it's all nonsense. I, I agree with you. I, I think he's gotten very, very lazy. He doesn't know. I mean, it's nuts how bad it's got. Nance was. I think Nance is fed up. I think he was felt annoyed. like it. I think like it the one where up. he did like a whole monologue of Mahomes' thoughts, and he's like, apparently there's a lot going on in Patrick's head, but it's third down now, Tony. Awesome. Yeah. Just lost. 
just a lot. It was bad. That that was yeah. really really bad. Um, and the Burkhardt and Olsen are great, but they had to call a garbage game because the game was it was lost. I love all, everything. I really enjoy listening to Greg Olson's analysis. I think they sound too similar. Like there's something about their yeah. voices that don't. It, he gives top notch analysis. Yeah, they you don't get the like, and maybe because they're new to this role and it'll take time, but you don't get the like gravity from them that you get from just hearing Jim Nance. Yeah, or, that gravity comes with time. I sure. don't know if Jim Nance had gravity in '86 at the Masters, but yeah. you get it when you call a game. You know, when you call something like that, you know that that's something that comes. Um, you know, look, I am not. Uh, I I gave a little history lesson uh, this morning about the Montreal screw job, right? The Bret Hart. And and so we were talking about that, and I said this isn't the Kansas City screw job for the for the Bengals. It's not that no, but it's bad. And and I think if it were, I mean, I cannot imagine replace us with the Bengals. If you and I were sitting here doing, if, if we if transport us down to Cincinnati, we're doing Bengals daily today. Can you imagine, like trying to sell that the third down, re, just redo it? Actually, we're going to run that back. Wait, what? So at Over least they had the video clock? of the guy coming in to okay, try to blow the, it dead. They can't get that far. I'm I'm with you. It can't I get that, that was, far. I thought that, that was, was ridiculous. outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. I like when they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna restart the play," and then and then Rome was like, "They're going for it," and Nance like, "Wait, they're it's back to third down." Right. They had no 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 one was following well, what was going Nance on. Nance kept being like the Gene's territory. He's like, "Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Yeah. We need more explanation on this because yeah." And so did Zach Taylor. And justifiably Can you imagine so. like walking over to you as a head coach and saying, here's what, we tried to stop it. Nobody could hear his whistle. So, And then they get a sack. So now we're going to give them another series. We're going to give them another down. And then you get the sack, and it's like, well, ball don't lie. Right? Except Eli, Eli Apple, Apple here's grabs. a hold, yeah. first down. Now, it didn't manifest in points. No, it didn't change so the, anything. It was very lucky that it didn't. But it, did say, it was the first. Um, there was the grounding call on – on Burrow, I agree Pirine with is that in call. the mix. Just He's for, in the mix, though. Just for uh, the record, for the record, that's fine. I said with Miss K in bed right when that happened, I'm like, that was grounding. Yeah. Because if he had just thrown but it. Hold on, hold on. It's the culmination it's of a the incidents that stacks. So there's that. There's Frank Clark taking three more steps and shoving Burrow to the ground. That was close. Yeah, I thought that Which was Which was pretty flag. brutal. The flag that he did call on the Chiefs to be like, just, just to be like. Which one? on Andrew Wiley for taunting when he's like, Oh yeah, that was crazy. That's 50. That, that took them brutal. out of point range. Yeah. Like that cost the chiefs that drive. Yeah. That was absolutely brutal. They are horrible. They had the, on the punt return that put Kansas city in position. Uh, there's a block, a block in the, in the back, back that is yeah. just insanity yeah. on the Mahomes run. Like everybody's holding the half umbrage with that, by the way, he said, nobody's holding. He said that was not holding. Well, he, he's an offensive line. He said, he said, he actually got, I'll quote him. This is not a hold. Get over yourself if you think it was if you think it was because this gets called only in high school, but it's not within the bounds of what is considered holding in the NFL because the hands were inside the framework of the defensive end cylinder and the feet were not beat. Now I think the hold if there was a hold that happened, it happened in the middle. Yeah. It happened on BJ Hill. But people were saying that uh either Hendrickson or Hubbard got held on the outside. Yeah. The half was not having it. Not having it. And then you get the roughing at the end on the run out of bounds. And look, You knew that was getting called. As soon as it happened, I knew it was roughing. It's obvious. And I feel so bad it. for the kid. But I mean, it's it's also, you know, we saw it with the Eric Armstead play last week in Dallas where nobody knows what to do with these quarterbacks. Yeah. And a guy is – Mahomes is running, and you're like, is he going to keep running? Can I hit him? What do I do? And it's you're going 1,000 miles an hour, and you extend arms to push him out of bounds, and all of a sudden he's already out of bounds. 
and you're supposed to hold up. And yeah, you are. It's a, it's roughing. It's brutal. Um, but that one you just need to know that like he had to go out of bounds and it's going to go to right, overtime. Then, so then, like you can't you do anything. You don't. And he turns it up and takes four more steps. And you're like, what do I do? Because that's what Armstead did last week. Armstead, Remember that? Chest bumped him he in the He chest end bumped zone. him because he didn't want to tackle <laughs> him and hurt him and get the roughing. No, out of the pocket. All he had to do was tackle him. <laughs> like, nobody's going to do these quarterbacks. No, this is it was brutal. I mean, it's just a tough spot. I think that and a lot of – it felt like every bad call, except for the one that you mentioned on the ridiculous taunting, seems like – it felt like every call of consequence went against Cincinnati in the fourth. And I'm not one to – I'm not conspiracy guy. doesn't matter the NFL if it's Burrow or Mahomes. They're, Mahomes is the biggest star in the league. Burrow's 1A. Like, they're right there. It'd be helped to, it, it would behoove them difference. to make a new star. You have a new Super Bowl champion right, if right. Burrow made it. Right. So it doesn't it, – it's not – I'm not conspiracy guy. I don't think anybody got jobbed. It's not that at all. But I understand where if you are on the Bengals side of things this morning going like, wow, that's a lot that went against us. The biggest problem – in the NFL right now, and as it relates to officiating, is that the team that loses in a close game, it feels like every game the team that loses will feel like they got jobbed by the officials at some point. Yeah. Because the officials are jobbing both teams pretty much on the reg every single week. Yeah. The officiating, given that you've got like all the guys on the field, you got four dudes on each sideline now working things, and then you have like the officiating in the Eagles Niners game, and it's different too. You were, I feel like you were watching the second game much more through a Bengals lens. You love the Bengals, not no. In like, I mean, I had the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I I just you watched the Bengals in this one. No, no, no. But I mean, at the beginning yeah, of the year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean. I watched it more close. I wasn't in the car for some of it. Sure. And the, honestly, once the Niners game it was twenty-one to seven, it was no quarterbacks. I didn't. I'm out. I I'm just saying anymore. You know, watching that game more through a Niners lens, like I was yeah. like, oh, the Niners are getting hosed. But yeah. I really feel like every fan base that watches every game in the NFL feels like their team is getting hosed by the officials every week, and that's a problem. Yeah. They've got to be made full time. <clears throat> They've got to be a sky judge right now. They have. It's clearly they have it. Of course, because to your point earlier, like they can make it right in a second. When the they want application to. of it is mind-boggling because there this are, is it. It's this isn't hard. Referees full time, hold them, pay them handsomely, but hold, hold them, them accountable. accountable. If they screw up, they're done. Demote them. That's it. Just like a player, player, yeah. it doesn't get his, his job done. They're cut. That's it. And employ a sky judge, and that should be one man with a bank full of televisions for every NFL game every Sunday. That's it. The bottom line. This is, isn't hard. No. We shouldn't be talking about the officials. No, and we are, and, we and are. it's not just us. That's all anybody's, anybody's talking, about. talking about. Yeah, no last doubt. night and into today, you blew it, boy, and it's it's brutal from that sense because that game, that AFC Championship game, was an awesome game. It wasn't a cleanly played game, but it was edge of your seat oh, you the had. whole way. Kansas City was down three receivers. I mean, I don't even know who the hell those guys three were receivers, to. a starting their number one corner, yeah, starting Brutalized. linebacker. Brutalized. Yeah. Mahomes was not 100%. Kelsey Clearly. wasn't 100%. No. Kansas, Cincinnati's playing without often, two offensive linemen. Chris and Jones, we should be talking about Chris Jones. He was unblockable. Unbelievable. He, was, he ruined the game. Right. He wrecked the game. Wrecked it. Absolutely wrecked it. Anaruma had a good plan for Mahomes. I mean, it was. If you're a Bengals fan, the reality that you do not want to confront is that you had the ball mul twice in the fourth quarter with a chance to win. You threw an interception and had a punt. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's all you could have asked for. Well, and the timeout. It's, I hate doing it because I think in the moment Zach Taylor's still trying to go win the game, but they take the timeout with 48 seconds, which forces them to have to punt it to Mahomes. Whereas, I'll be honest, they let it run, then they don't ever get the ball. Kansas back City would take the timeout. 
Right, but then they're they, out then they're out. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So I think that they. Sh- yeah. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. So that was. I thought Kansas City punting was insane. Oh, I couldn't believe that either. I like, couldn't believe it. Here's the thing: I would you, never. I tell me when they punt that and Cincinnati gets it. I said, "Well, Burrow's going to go." Get I said, three. "It's over." I yeah. said, they, it's, "It's a losing play." Yeah. I said, "Not only that, I <laughs> felt like for the what you just outlined." If you're Kansas City, you needed to win it right there. You yeah. needed Mahomes to make a play on a fourth down. You run out the clock. You kick a field goal, and you win it. Going to overtime, a real overtime, doesn't benefit the Chiefs. They were wounded. Like, that game was going Cincinnati's way. Yeah. And the interception Burrow throws turns out to be just like a punt. So it was fine. Yeah. It was on a third down. but And the first one didn't cost them. They get no points. And I thought right. that was actually going to be the ultimate turning point of the game is that they had a chance to get it and score and really go up. Instead, the Chiefs don't at the end of the first half, and then the Bengals get three. Right. Now they held them to three, which was good, but that was a six-point swing where it could have been you know, 16-3, and instead it was 13-6. But nonetheless, I thought Reed punting was nuts. If I was a Bengals fan, I would obviously be upset about the officiating, but I would also feel like we had we had the ball. Yeah. And we got that grounding, whether you think it was a bad call or not. You got a first down on the very next play to Hayden Hurst on a blown coverage by Kansas City. Yeah. And then still were not able to – capitalize on it wild game i will say watching it and i'm always, i like burrow i find him very likable i like the way he plays the game love yeah. watching him. i'm a t higgins guy from fantasy and i think it's cool watching him like just throw it up there and that guy was actually like in great position but the yeah, ball was just, just up high there pointed it. and Jones he went, was a great it. fade beautiful yeah. oh he threw a couple there are some dimes in this game by both guys yeah mahomes is touchdown to valdez scantling off balance on oh one foot God. in a crowd of people yeah. was an absolute. I didn't think I didn't know how I was going to get through. It was a laser. It was impossible. It would get through that. Yeah, unbelievable. So there was it, there was big time play. Maybe yeah. fourth down. You throw a bomb to Chase. Yeah, well, like, he just elevates between two people and double goes and coverage gets it. and gets it. Yeah, you got they have they they have so those teams have so many weapons. They're just it's not so going to be able to. They're not going to be able to keep it. That's going to be the hard part for Cincinnati. Is they, get, they can't the – you put all your money in two receivers and a quarterback? You can't do it. Can't do it. You can't do it. No. But, yeah, it's a shame that the uh, officials announced it. I, again, I thought that some of the coaching was nuts. Like Andy Reid and timeouts. Like they just didn't have timeouts because the first half he used all three he on used, like just, nonsense. And he used two challenges. Yeah, which is – that was a good challenge, turns first out. First one wasn't. First, well, we talked about that. It was it was thing, or thing, thing. thing or not a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So Burrow, Go. So good. What I was gonna say is there I like Burrow. I like Chase. I like a lot of the guys on that defense. I liked watching them play. I like the unis look great. Yeah. I like the Bengals. I thought that the Burrowhead stuff and Eli Apple's just entire operation. Oh, he's so yeah. That I was I enjoyed the fact that the Chiefs won and I enjoyed that Kelsey yeah. goes on there and goes burrow head my butt and then tells the mayor the mayor of Cincinnati's video is one of the most all time idiotic, just cringy. Yeah. And it was cringy. It wasn't even funny. Was like if he so could have done it as like yeah. a wrestling promo, it could have yeah. been kind of funny. Awful. Horrific. It's awful. Paternity test? Yeah. No. Turns out not his dad. No. Stupid. And then yeah. for Mahomes, to, I mean, for Kelsey to cut a rock promo, know your role, shut your mouth, Jabroni, was Amazing. unbelievable. So I liked it. Kelsey's a Cleveland guy. Yeah. It was baller. Cool. You got Kelsey versus Kelsey. That's cool. But the, the Bengals made themselves – and not at the fault of 95%, but it just goes to yeah. the, you know, one or two bad apples can spoil the whole bunch. They were kind of like the heels to me in that game. And so I was... I don't have a problem with that. I was kind of rooting for the baby faces, the injured Mahomes and the injured Kelsey and their down I don't know. Did people. you? I don't know. Did you... Could you tell from the from the broadcast that Mahomes was hurt? I didn't know that they talked about it. Did, did they discuss it at all? Was it ever brought up? 
I didn't know. So when you just said he was hurt, I didn't realize that he was hurt. I didn't know he. Yeah. Had, I didn't know he was against odds. He was against. He was against I didn't notice odds. that. I yeah. did, I'm sorry. I wish they would have made that more clear on the telecast. Yeah, that would have been feels like useful, that was important information, information for you that, that Mahomes was injured because I would not have known. No, I think they they were they. Yeah, man, they were. They lean into that and Burrow to this point. Now I always I will say this. I think it's nonsensical to think that you would need extra motivation to play in an AFC you don't. champ. You but don't. it mattered clearly. But, but it it's something that afterwards you can you love. Like it doesn't it. Travis Kelsey's not playing any harder because the mayor of Cincinnati's an idiot. He, it's an AFC championship game. He's a pro. He's gonna play. They're they're all going as hard as they can. But at the end, you do keep receipts, and they were really thrilled to be able to do it. And I do think that up until this point. Um, Burrow has been able to thread the needle on sure of himself, but not cocky. Now, a lot of this doesn't have anything to do nothing with him. Nothing to do with him, in my opinion. This has nothing to do with him. The Burrow head stuff, none of that. Like, that's all Defense. Nonsense. It's all the defense. Yeah, it's not his. Um, but they do have to own that now. I would also say this. When you look at, you're watching those two last night, and you're saying to yourself, God, that's a hell of a standard that those two teams have. And you think about the snake pit that is this conference and what Buffalo, Jacksonville, Chargers, hopefully us, what we're all chasing after to try to stop that from being an annual occurrence, Chiefs-Bengals, AFC Championship game. It had the feel of Manning-Brady, like that we're going to see him. I mean, this is Mahomes is going to his third Super Bowl in four years. I Back-to-back AFC Championship game with these two teams involved. Like, there's challenges for everybody. you got to navigate cap, all of it, but wow. The standard that they have put themselves in is pretty high. Yeah, and here's the thing. We've beaten the Bengals. Oh, I know. Repeatedly. And yeah. we had the, we certainly should have beaten the Chiefs last year. Yep. Maybe even in both games in 2020. Yep. Or at the end of 2020. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's an unbelievable standard. And, and you mentioned the other teams. The AFC is going to be just bonkers. Um and it's fun. It's fun. That was fun. I like that there was pressure. Again, if you're a Bengals fan, don't take say nothing about the intentional grounding. That like pretty much everybody is in agreement that that was it was intentional grounding. Now yeah. people are upset about it, but you overcame it. If you would say, okay, Burrow's got the ball now because after the pass to Hurst, you're out at like the thirty. I think even further. I thought they were. Yes, yeah, they were in the mix. 30, 30 and thirty-five. Somewhere okay. In there. Yeah. And you have the ball right there with yeah. Joe Burrow. And timeouts. Like, you're going. You're going to go pick up the yardage. And they did not. Like he missed. And Mahomes missed one throw missed on Mahomes a third down one to on the cross. Yeah, Valdez Scantling. Yeah. Actually, had him he or had Kelsey. Kelsey. They both are running it yeah. different, and he missed him. I wonder if he like split second shit switched to who he's going to throw to or and missed it. And yeah, missed yeah. it. Um, Burrow missed one too. I, it was really high level. It was really high level. It was fun, it was fun to watch, and it drama. was tense, and it mattered. It did. And Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Chris Jones is what everybody should be talking about. Chris Jones turned in one of those, like, Aaron Donald, how he wrecked the end of the Super Bowl. Yep. That's what Chris Jones did. Chris Jones, without Chris Jones, yeah. Yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, one of our guys has been named to the Pro Bowl roster. We will get you the update on that. There's a lot to continue to react to here around the NFL uh, some interesting hirings and firings on the coaching side of things. We're not done with the championship games either. No, just We're get started. Off and running on a uh, Reaction Monday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Wyatt Teller has been named to the Pro Bowl for the second consecutive year. Replaces Kansas City's Joe Thune at uh, that position on at guard. So good job, Wyatt. Yeah, so Wyatt joins, obviously, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Joel Batonio. The Browns having four representatives in the Pro Bowl, three on offense. And that quartet all made it last year, too. So pretty good. I wonder, yeah. I was trying to think of like because obviously we missed postseason the last two years and yet we have four Pro Bowl guys back to back years. It's a lot of Pro Bowlers. Yeah. Usually that correlates. Yeah. Where it goes both ways. So yeah, good job for them. This is we this had a year. My I want to say my first year here. It was a year we had like six. Two thousand and thirteen. Right? We went four and twelve and sent six to the Pro Bowl. Is who's the, what was the tight end? It was uh, Joe Jordan. Thomas, Jordan Cameron, Cameron, yeah, Joe Hayden, um, Josh Gordon. TJ Ward. There's got to be one more that I'm missing. I have the helmet. Yeah. I'll have to go peruse those signatures. The So this is this weekend, right? Is the Pro Bowl. This is the yeah. Mannings. Uh-huh. Manning uh-huh. versus Manning. And it's not a game. It's just activities. There's a flag game. But, yeah, it's a lot of activities. A lot of activities. Yeah. And there's a lot of activities. I don't know if we'll have time. How do you think this does? I bet it struggles. I bet it's worse than the game. I bet we're back to a game next year. Alex Mack was the fourth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe Thomas, Josh Gordon, Jordan Cameron, Alex Math, Mac, Joe Hayden, TJ Ward. That's unbelievable. I bet the ratings are bad, and I bet they're back to a game next year. You think? Yeah. I Even think with we, all these like ads I think it's with all, the Mannings and all the the Mannings are great. It's fine, but like, um, I think that people like to watch games, and they're not going to understand what's going on. Like, if you're if you're some, and still a vast majority of people flip, and you see Pro Bowl, and you flip it on, and there's eleven on eleven, and you're and it looks like football. You'll watch it. You'll watch. You'll be yeah. pulled into it. Versus, what are we doing? Long this drive, is dodgeball long or drive contest. Whatever. Like I, I just think it's going to be. They're great. I want. Who's the MC? Are they MCing it? Who's hosting it? I don't know. I think them. I, I'm not sure if there is an MC. I mean, they should turn it into like the Saturday Night All Star Game. Yeah. Stuff that right, like TNT does during yeah. All Star well, Weekend. Guys, they used to do that. Don't you remember that with the quarterback competition when they would do like the longest throw yeah. and the accuracy and the stuff and, and stuff? And yeah. Like Marino would throw it a thousand yards and hit it hit a bullseye from sixty yards away, moving target, like all that stuff. Like they've done that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that stuff. A that little looks bit. great, by the way. Let's see a clean one. It's clean, crisp. Nana tried. Yeah, yeoman's effort. It's not as it's not the same as the official teaching pro though. It's no. a different level. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, my an award, by the way, for growing and helping grow the game. You probably so found she, that on Instagram. which mine is hacked. Still. So. Well, yeah, you're it, dude. It's done. I don't know. My guy from I told you that right. What my yeah. guy from Facebook's doing? You you just told me that he was in the mix. What did he? Uh... Well, he's he. I finally got a hold of him. Or maybe I don't remember when I this was Thursday night or when I told it it was it was uh, hacked. And he goes. He goes, I, this is now my number one priority. Forget uh, global partnerships, global sports partnership development. I'm out. 
Like, yeah. That's going on the back burner. I'm going to fix your account. I so like I said, that's. I like that intensity. I believe here. that he has. He's yeah. thinking about it the right way. Which and I like. told him, I said, well, this can be because when he went to uh, business school, I had to write all these recommendations to like yeah. Ivy League schools for him, like six of them. I'm yeah. like, well, now we're even. If you can get this back, then that's a wash for me writing rec- letters of recommendations to Columbia. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the Pro Bowl, the skills competition takes place Thursday at 7 p.m. So what do we get in Sunday? The Pro Bowl will take place Sunday, February 5th at 3 p.m. What is it? The Pro Bowl will be simulcast on ESPN, ABC, and Disney. Okay. Um, But, like, is the skills live, or is that going to be taped and replayed, like, as part of Sunday's? I don't know. There's not much that's going to get me to remember that that's on Thursday. It doesn't seem likely to no, me that unlikely. I'm gonna, that I'm not going to be looking for that on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, that's tough. So they must be. So the flag game is on. Are they going to? Is it seven on seven? Or are they going to blockers? No, I think it's seven on seven, and I think it counts for <clears throat> a great. I think it, it, it's like a little bit more weighted. I believe. I could be wrong, but I believe that's true. See, nobody even knows. It's going to happen this week. We didn't know when it, we do this. We are in the business of the National Football League. We do not know when it's airing or what it is. Correct. That's, that's a bit of a problem. I know there's a long drive contest. I'm here for that. Like golf? Yeah. So that'll be Thursday probably. Yeah. I, I'm like going through, like ESPN's brought in like everybody. You know what I like? You know, of all this type of nonsense that I like the most since we haven't had like, we haven't had like a real dunk contest in 20 years. Haven't had a real three-point contest in a really long, well, three-point contest is pretty good. I guess a lot of the dudes still do that. I love it. Give me a rock and jock, baby. Oh, God. I loved rock. Give and me jock. a rock and jock. When you get rock a and jock, anything. A rock and jock hoops where all of a sudden it's throw like up a 40 point. You see who can, who's good or not. And it's like, wow, this dude is the least athletic human on the planet. It always made you, you see like a Frankie Mooney's and take it pretty seriously. You know who, what I like? All of a sudden he's going to be a dude. There was a video over the weekend that showed a rock and jock where Kenny Rogers hit a little pump fake. Michael Jordan flies by and the gambler hit a three. <laughs> oh, my God. With full beard. The gambler. Hold on. Oh, my God. No one uh, to hold him. No one to show him. When were, like, the days, though, where you would get, and I want to say Dion was in one, Michael Irvin. That's the Foot Locker Slam Fest. Yes. Foot Locker Slam Bring Dunk Contest. Where's that at? So, Mike Conley Sr., who was the Olympic long jumper, he was always in the finals. Like, he oh, would yeah. win it consistently. Prime was in it. Irv. Irv. Irv could get up. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. Bring that back. That was fun. That should be so, a part of this. So. I have the ESPN lineup. Give it to me. Yeah. Uh they should have a three-point contest and a dunk contest. These guys all play Marcus poop. Spears yeah. and Laura Rutledge will be the voices of the skills competition. Who was the first one? Rutledge, Spears, and who? RG3. Okay. Um, you got to put a comedian in there. Yeah. They needed to have a comedian. Former Pro Bowl player Ryan Clark, NFL vet Dan Orlovsky will also be part of first of the first mm. night with Clark as a roaming commentator. Orlovsky will host the longest drive. <coughs> now – for the seven on seven, which ESPN's put got a nice three hour block for oh my God, on Sunday. That's gonna I, do nothing. What is that all about? No one wants to watch that. Now on seven. I will give you a reason I love to watch. State of Ohio should play seven on seven football. They should have more football in the state. It's a story for another day. But no one watched what the, watched the announcing team for this? All right. Kirk Herbstreet and Pat McAfee. Well, I don't know why Herbie would be involved. I get the McAfee part of it. I know Herbie and McAfee are tight. I think Herbie's son interned with McAfee 
and um, Herbie's the reason McAfee ended up on game day. But which it was always funny. This football season, when people would be, I don't think Herb likes McAfee. I'm like, no, I promise you, he likes him he quite does. a bit. Um, it feels like they need another. They would need another dude in that too, though. The, you right. almost need a little traffic cop. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. You need uh, a point guard. Snoop Dogg is the captain for the AFC team, so him now and McAfee together could be good. Mr. Dog. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Pete Davidson for the NFC. Okay. I feel like we could have done a little better there, but. I don't Pete know. Davidson. It's like the there's only it's, up, no. uh, okay hold on hold on let me write it down before you say it. There's only two oh, others. Hold on that are the, that are this type of. Well, there's a eh, but there's only one other that is shocking as shocking as the Pete Davidson one in my opinion, in terms of oh Durrett's. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's it's still hard to believe. He went from Cox to Anderson or Anderson to Cox in their prime, one to the next, and they both were still on the show. That's right. And they're still friends. And he did that. Yeah. With. Yeah. Again. And Mr. Jones, a hell of a tune, man. Long December. It's <laughs> a hell of a tune. It is great. He's great, great music, but it's not. He doesn't look like your. Classic uh, no. rock Lothario. Not. Right. No, this isn't Tommy not. Lee we're talking about. No. No. Not Maybe anyway. Uh-huh. Maybe it is. Um, around the NFL, Chargers expected to hire... Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yes. Kellen it's Moore. Important. It's important. Herman. Lou Herm- <laughs> Moore. Kellen Moore for their offensive uh, coordinator vacancy. Um, this was after he parted ways. The Cowboys parted ways. Uh, with more, remember we had that how they had fired all those assistants. Um, it but, does feel kind of like if you want me to make dinner, I'm going to need to have buy the groceries from McCarthy to Jarrah. I mean, but now you're on a very, very slippery slope with McCarthy. You got one year, you're done. I would think. Why do you even? As uh, there were a couple of people around the Cowboys organization, like former Cowboys and people who covered, who just said to Cowboys fans, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, like, this I, is, this is I not... don't think this is going to help Herbert. I'm not sure that this takes care of this offense. Hmm. I, feel, I don't know. I, I, I think Kellen Moore I mean, is pretty good. They traded away a he star was, receiver. They were pretty damn good the year that they had everybody. Amari, CD, yeah. uh, Gallup, Gallup, Zeke, Pollard, Schultz. tight end Schultz, Dak. Before Dak got hurt, they were 40-some points a game. Yeah, they were the number one scoring offense, I think, ever. Yeah, so I I think – I mean, it'll be better off than what they were. Now, that, Way better. Their problem is just Staley's game management. Yes. Which that, that is, can't yeah. fix this. Correct. This won't fix that. Um, the bigger issue is Dallas. I mean, it's – you watch – you know, you're Jarrah, and you think, all right, in my division, a team just – got back to the Super Bowl for the second time in six years with a new coach and a new quarterback in the time that I haven't been back since 95. Like, I've had the quarterback that I thought was good enough. These guys have done it with two different quarterbacks and two different head coaches in six years. What happened? The so. G-men feel like they could – either Danny Dimes is becoming something or they could drop a quarterback in there and they could be formidable. The commanders – or need a quarterback, but that's it. They could be formidable. They'll have a new name soon. Um, Dolphins. Is that a spoiler? I'd love it to be true. No, I think it has to be. I don't know why you would. Why would you keep commies? Like you're not tied to it. The fan base hates it. It's a. It's Snyder's nonsense. I mean, and then the, you're out. You only have four more years anyway. And then Major Tutty. Yeah, get rid of all that, that guy's a debacle. Yeah. 
nightmare fuel. Get it sorted out. I mean, that's so. that's all you got to do. Red Hogs, you're welcome. Done. We'll take script R on the hat. We'll take old 1%, uniforms. One percent of, of all sales proceeds of Red Hogs merch. It's not hard. Um, this is a, uh, a hire, I think, that will pay immediate dividends. The Dolphins yes. hired uh, Vic Fangio to be their defensive coordinator. That is, I mean, you want to talk about giving McDaniel a chance to succeed. That's as good as it gets. Uh, now, elite and that, veteran. That, that might not be the case. Why? What happened? You have breaking news over there, Gibbe. <laughs> Mike Silver is disputing it, uh, and his source is Vic Fangio. <laughs> well, so what, what did he say? He's out. So, so here's what it. what I had heard. What I heard was Fangio wanted and was going to go with Peyton, and so that people were reading in the fact that Fangio took a DC job was Pelissero reported that meant that Peyton was out, but that Fangio is not necessarily going to Miami, and that this might not be true, which is now what Gibbe is saying. So Mike Silver is saying, for what it's worth, Vic Fangio told me last night, and this is eleven thirty this morning, eleven right. fifty this morning. Nothing has been decided on my end. There is a huge amount of mutual respect between Shanahan and Fangio, a highly successful Niners DC under Jim Harbaugh. It appears the 49ers might have that opening soon. So Ryan's goes to the Texans, and then Fangio would go to San Francisco. With potentially. Kyle. With Kyle. It would be a power. Who's quarterback in the Niners next year? Brady? I don't know. I don't know. All that yucking it up with your boy, maybe. You think Purdy's just out now? I don't know. If I gave, if you, gave you the option, wouldn't you roll with Brady for a year? I don't with know. McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle? And... It just depends on what it did to the rest of my operation. Yeah. Money-wise. money, money wise. Like, I can't have everybody. And I'm not sure that he's not cooked a little. He might be. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Fangio <clears throat> and Shanahan, that sounds formidable. Yes, it does. Um all right, Ryan Nielsen, the defensive coordinator with uh, the Falcons, as he gets that job. Um, did we see the Empire State Building lit up green and white to support the Eagles? Yes, we did. Curious choice, although what, they went viral. What is – why? Maybe they did. New I, York did you, City, well, that's like us I agree. The, the terminal tower gold and black for the squealers. Well, what is – I don't know. What is New York's – what is their – is Boston because of the Red Sox? They hate them the most? Or is it Philly? Like, who do, who's New York's rival? New York well, would say I mean, we have no rivals. Division. No, no, I get it. I just think I didn't even know the Empire State Building had a Twitter account until yesterday. Same. Boston, though, you had the Jets. You had the – and then you had the Red Sox-Yankees. You had the Jets-Pats. Just pat yeah. For a while. Well, Celtics-Knicks, too. It's got to be Boston. Fortunately, the Knicks have – No, they've sucked. But it, And the Jets-Pats hasn't been much of one either. But, I mean – They'll go back to Sanchez. Right? Go way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did see that. I thought it was a curious choice, but I think if you're trying to go viral, it, it probably worked. Yeah. Um, we will do one thought, one game ball, one goat from each game of Championship Sunday coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Browns fans, today through midnight, February 9th, head to NFL.com slash FedEx, the NFL's official Twitter handle, or the NFL mobile app to cast your vote for Nick Chubb as a FedEx Ground Player of the Year. The 2022 FedEx Aaron Ground NFL Players of the Year will be announced during the NFL Honors on February 9th. All right, Gibbe, you want one thought, one game ball, one goat from the championship games? Well, we, we gave 30 right. minutes of thoughts. So yeah, we gave uh, a lot. We'll round that up. Yeah. We uh, still got more, though. Kidders, I got more. More I can go to well, here. Well, I figured that's why we devoted this show today to... Yeah, let's <laughs> have some more. fun. What do we got? airing of the grievances. Yeah, yeah. There were several. Um, my one thought from Philly and San Francisco is... Um, the thing that I came away with was... I just... I remember when they showed up here in camp. And we were standing out there. And they... It's not often... You hear the phrase all the time, like... Well, they won when they got off the bus. They literally did. When we saw them walk out, we went, well, that's quite impressive on the offense and defensive line. And we have dudes on our offense and defensive line, but they were on another level. And we just said, well, can Jalen Hurts play? That's it. Everything else they've got. Just do they have that? They're and they do. S- they're sixth and seventh linemen, and maybe oh seventh God. or eighth are Jordan Davis and, and Indomitian Sue, who turns out when he plays – Reduce snaps and gets to go nuts on every single play. Yeah, is unbelievable. Yep. Still, he's yep. gonna play for a Super Bowl with his third team now. Uh, yeah, the the one thought is this is a travesty. Travesty. This is a travesty. Yeah, this is not what this game was supposed to. Be. This wasn't a competitive game. No, you would have got a better game. McCaffrey a quarterback. Just to, I, I thought no, it, none of it would have mattered. It didn't matter. The game once was over. you cannot throw the ball down the field, it's over. At that point, they done. couldn't throw it five yards. <clears throat> At that point, it's over. So there's there's nothing there's that not you can do. There's not a wide receiver that played quarterback. There's no there's one else nothing. on the team You're at that done. point You're that done. has any quarterback experience. Yeah, but it's not like they've read play. a defense. Like you saw what happened in Denver when they threw that like Kendall Hinton kid out there. Like it was a complete seen, debacle. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's okay, what it was like. Well, it was that type I mean, of level. Like it we're was. On the same level. I don't think they scored. I mean, no, like McCaff- McCaffrey can probably throw a ball sixty yards. I'm sure he can, but he doesn't know what the hell he's doing in terms of playing quarterback in the league. <laughs> right. Like it's just. Sucked. Right. It just sucked because we didn't. You didn't get the game. You didn't get the game. Is there a goat? Negative or positive connotation? Negative. In the, the NFL. Ten, yeah. The NFL for not allowing for three quarterbacks to be active, and you can say, "Well, this never happens." I don't think the Niners have another quarterback though. That's the crazy. Well, then, part. then, then, then they would have need. I mean, they would have though. Yeah. If they could have carried three, they would have. Like you should. This could have been my Hollywood moment. This could. I come <laughs> out wearing a number sixteen. What if, what if sixteen Da-na. came out himself? Oh my god! Like a sixty-some-year-old Joe Montana came out there and started what if he just slinging like, it around. Oh my god! And then afterwards went with the monkey. Yeah. Did you see that? Your boy. Did I? I'm see warming it? up. <laughs> get out. get out of here. Nobody's calling for that. Would have been just fine. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Like, if the if 40 U.S. 49er fans, you could have one quarterback from our past, like, yeah. come back in to take this game over. It's a landslide, Joe Montana. Correct. Correct. Come yeah, on. Right. This is stupid. You know, even I know that. Right. Yeah. Even, come on. even full of hate Gibbe, yeah. who likes to just rain on my parades, is like, no, yeah. no this parade will One suck. game ball for that one. Give it to Howie Roseman. That's a hell of a roster he's redone in six years. It's incredible. So fired a coach, yo, a new quarterback dominates a, a power struggle. Like yeah. just, it's like no, no, no. I'm the man. Actually, I'm gonna run it. I'm the man. Yep. And look at what I've built here. Yep. I mean, they're, it's it's 
They've got to be the favorites. I know that it opened with – we don't need to guess line Super Bowl line. Like, you can't help but see right. it. So, I know they opened as – the Chiefs opened as favorites because they're the Chiefs. And then it's like, uh, no. There's already been, I think there was a four-point middle if you got it early. Already. Well, the other thing that's kind of wild about it, though, like with uh, Philly, and I only half believe this. It's part of it's just shtick. I think everybody can kind of understand that. But, like, Philly doesn't have to play the Niners to get to the Super Bowl. Like – like no, they, they just went straight. They played they one the playoff Giants. game. They beat the Giants. Yep. And they beat the Niners. They beat and us. And now they're in a Super Bowl? They'd be like me and you out there. <laughs> what? Although like, I still think. That's your road? We could like, they can both pass. be really, really good, and it's the easiest path anyone's ever they're had loaded. to a Super Bowl. They are loaded. Easiest path to a Super Bowl ever. Never had to chase a game. Th- that's the question. If the Chiefs, who have, are Super Bowl tested, get up on them, what does that look like? If if they don't, Chiefs can still come back. But the Eagles are, yeah, they're mm. pretty darn good. They are. Jalen Hurts getting so low for every snap is still cracks me up in the shotgun. It makes me laugh every time. But he's so good and explosive. And by the way, he still missed. Like that's the thing. He had a couple deep balls that if he hits would have been AJ Brown like eighty yard touch touchdowns. Yeah. By the way, give a. Yes. Tacos al pastor. Yeah, it's done. Wait, my quarterback's still in it. Give it. I'm still in it. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> no, I'm not saying there's a chance. Yes, there there's is. no chance. That's all you've got, and you're down like 100 points, and he's got Kelsey. I've got Kelsey. I've got two Eagles, including Miles Sanders, who scored two touchdowns last week. Right. Mahomes ain't scoring Was 100. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, but we don't have those non-participants in that historical event non-participating no, again. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. You're toast, brother. No, sorry, Gibbe. Sorry, Gibbe. Sad. I, you're going to win it, I would think. If the Bengals had won, I had a chan- a good chance to win it. Yeah. That was the. Well, the Kelsey pick ends up saving me because the because my Niner guys are all done. Yeah. I had a ton of them. Yeah, you did. McCaffrey's Debo. And McCaffrey Debo, yeah. I had Kittle. Yeah. I'm all, I'm, all I have left are my Eagles. Yeah. But I got a nice. I got, I got some nice stuff from uh, Joey B. Yep. Uh, Bengals and Chiefs game ball. Chris Jones is the game ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he was unbelievable. Um, and for all of the nonsense around uh, the, you know, like Romo with the, my God, he did the most stupid Drexler Jordan thing. Oh my God, God that was, was an that embarrassment. From? Like, what I is love, he doing? I love when we relitigate history. You, we're all old enough to remember Drexler Jordan. There wasn't a single soul on the planet. Who thought Clyde Drexler was better than Michael Jordan? Not never. one. It was Nobody. never even a discussion. It was not they a were discussion. On the same level. Now Jordan maybe found some writer for the Oregonian who wrote it, and then he said, "I took that personally." But for there wasn't anybody else in the sport of basketball in the early '90s who was like, "I don't know, it's close." No, Clyde Drexler was really, really He's a good. Really nice player. He wasn't in the vicinity of Jordan. Vicinity was he? A joke. It wasn't even on the dream team. He was. He was on the second. Yeah, no, he was on the first. He was on the first. Mm-hmm. So he was really good, but he wasn't like he's he was really never a good discussion. player. But nobody yeah. was going like like so to compare. That's by the way. That tells you everything you know right there. Is I've watched all those documentaries. And I didn't remember that he was on the dream. He wasn't even right. a player. He was like a non-factor oh, on the no, dream team. No, the only reason I that he was in that documentary because Jordan like went at him. Yeah, and Magic's like Clyde, come with me, and so that led with that that legendary Monaco great, games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was so like his analogy was off and. Uh, despite all the point I was making, though, is Mahomes was he was going through a lot and 
He played his ass off. Like and by the way, you saw him dig deep on that last run to get the Jets. Because there were a few where he tried to slide yep. through the pocket and he couldn't do it. No, he was like, well, yeah, in fact, just the drive before he tried yeah, to slide third down. through and he couldn't. But on that one, like, that like was I'm going. the season, I'm going. It's one of those things that I'm sure when you have an injury like that, once you start running, like, you know you've got – if you, you can't st- – you got to go through it and just deal it, deal with it, and he did. I'm glad that Osai guy's okay. First of all, emotionally very difficult for him, but, like, it looked like his leg exploded on the sideline yeah. when he tried to stop him. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Small sidelines in Kansas City? Narrow looked like it. Felt like those bleachers were right there. Well, that was to, no, that was to the that was to the team bench. Right, I know, but it felt like it was not a lot of space between team. I bench do think I remember saying like that tight. when we were there that it was yeah they're right on the field. It was yeah, tight. The yeah, the fans yeah. are are on top of you. The yeah, locker tight. rooms even tighter. Yeah, are they? Like oh my yeah. god, I love that place. So I mean, it's awesome. Uh, awesome. Uh, go, referees. Yeah, just bad look. I, again, I don't think they got screwed. You can't blame it on him. It just no, was the, the whole thing was the game, for sure. But it was just a tough fourth quarter. You got to say the poor kid. Come on. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, too, it's one of those ones where, like, you wish that there was, uh, like, a spirit of the law. Like, he's, it's, it's, he's not, it's not malicious. He's not trying to hurt. He clearly just lost place of where he was on the field. Fine. It sucks, man. I know, it's but when you push- it's a right call. I'm not suggesting it. I understand all of it. I'm just saying, like, geez, that's how we're going to decide the AFC because we screwed that because some made a boneheaded play. It sucks. It sucks for him. Listen, it was very possible that we were going to be saying that the Chiefs lost the AFC championship game because Patrick Mahomes just, like, dropped, dropped the ball. Oh, yeah, it can happen to anybody. Tried to throw a pass, and the ball just went up in the air yeah. and then bounced funny, and he never got it back. Yeah, no, it's wild. That was wild. It was. All right, positional breakdowns for us coming up next. We'll hit the offensive tackle position. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. That's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns to help your favorite four-legged companion. Barking Backers presented by Milk Bones, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Time for our off-season positional breakdown. And uh, today we center on the offensive tackle position. On the roster, Jack Conklin, who just signed a four-year contract extension. James Hudson, Jedrick Wills as well. Both are unrestricted free agents after the 2025 season. Chris Hubbard is a free agent now. Thank you for noting that. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley uh, in there as well. Joe Haig on the reserve future list. Um, I'm, I'm going to be real clear. I, I just think this is about Jed Wills. He was a first-round draft pick, and after a very promising rookie year, the consistency that you want to see, uh, there's times when it flashes great, but the consistency is not the way that you needed it to be when you draft somebody that high. No, I think you're right, and I think that you know, for Jed Wills – as you sit there and you look at you look to your your other tackle mate as a two time first team all pro, 
You look next to you, your, your left guard's five straight Pro Bowls, yep. a right guard, back-to-back Pro Bowls, a couple times second-team All-Pro. Petonio's been first-team All-Pro. Your center, you know, had been so good with J.C. Treader, and then even this year with Ethan Posick. He's the weak link right now in the Browns' offensive line. Now, I think he's got a ton of potential. He just needs to decide, does he want this to be his life? Does he want this to be his legacy? How bad does he want to be? Great. Uh, the Hoff would be the first to tell you he thinks Jedwills is more physically gifted than he was. And the Hoff's about to go into Canton yep. on his first ballot because of everything else that it took to be that great. And I think that's the question for Jedwills. Now you're in your fourth year. You're a guy who's looking to to get paid, uh, and his play needs to reflect that. You're in a good spot in the sense that you've got two starting tackles and a third who started some games for you, and James Hudson, who played well. He's going into his third year now, and it looks like he's your swing tackle. Uh you know, it's probably the the end of Chris Hubbard's run here yep. in Cleveland. You've got some guys that you like. Haig, who's been in the league for a while and been with Pittsburgh. Tyrone Wheatley, who is the son of the great Tyrone Wheatley, yeah. who uh, you, you know, think of as a developmental guy. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see the Browns in the draft get another tackle that they feel they can develop, you know, try to find another James Hudson uh, in this one. But that's kind of where you are. You've got your top three mm-hmm. going into next year. The real question marks for you, for you is Jed Wills. Can Jed Wills be great? Does Jed, does Jed Wills want there to be is. great? That's it. And if yes, can he then execute upon that and be great? You come to a point, um, whatever whatever you do in, in life and whatever your stated profession is, and you have a certain amount of, of innate athletic ability, you have a certain amount of, of talent for it, a love for it, um, and then there comes a point where there's a, there's a threshold that you have to burst through if you want to be great. That's he's really he, at times can be really really great, and he's can be very good and solid. Uh, but the cons- consistently great is just not happening. Now here's the crazy thing: the dude's 23. He's going into his fourth year in the league, and he's 23. So he'll turn 24 in May. So you want to talk about a long way to go? He's got a long way to go age-wise. He was a very young prospect. Like there yes. is a long yes. road if he wants to if he wants to go that route. And he can make a great living being a left tackle for a long time. But he has it in him to be at a different level and he's in a draft class with Thomas and Wirfs. Wirfs has been unbelievable. Wirfs was picked after him. How many all pros for Tristan Wirfs already? I think at least one, maybe yeah. two. Yeah. I think that, you know, you look at Jed Wills and you look at his rookie season, uh, pro football focus grade that season was 77.6. That's the best of his career. Um, You know, that year he gave up only four sacks, only 20 pressures total. This year, you know, his grade was a little bit better than last year, but not much. He was penalized a lot more this year uh, than he was last year. He gave up more sacks. He gave up a career-high 41 pressures, career-high six sacks. Um, his efficiency the last two years is not where it was, you know, his first year. And so he has – it hasn't been what you thought. But to your point, you know, in terms of the consistency, he plays a game against Tampa Bay this year that was <clears throat> unbelievable, where he was absolutely elite and dominant. And then you go the next week against Houston, and he gives up – five pressures and has his lowest grade of the season. You look, go back to week five against the Chargers, who has good pass rushers, mm-hmm. didn't give up a single pressure, second-best graded game or third-best graded game of the year, 
and then follows that up the next week against New England, and he gives up a sack and six pressures. It just the consistency it hasn't been there. The flashes are there, and that's really I think the question for him. It's the question for this line: like, is he willing to put in the work? When he takes the coaching from Bill Callahan, when he gets you know advice from yeah. from a guy like Joe Thomas, can he take that and apply that to his approach to the game? If the answer ultimately turns out to be yes, he has a chance to be a Pro Bowler. If the answer to that's no, I think he can play in the league for a very long time and probably make a very nice living. Yeah. But he'll never be great, and I think that's 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 where the Browns are at right now. And it was a tackle-loaded draft in which Andrew yeah. Thomas was a second-team All-Pro this year. Tristan Wirfs was a second-team All-Pro this year. He was first-team All-Pro last year. Um, so his draft mates have shined as bright as you can shine. Yep. They've been noticed in the league for being elite. Um, Becton even has been solid, hasn't he? When healthy. Yeah, when healthy. I mean, look, Tristan, I mean, Jed has been good. It's just it's the consistency. It's the ability to string good games together, the ability to put together some dominant performances because they're there. We've seen them. Yeah. It's just a matter of doing it consistently. Like when we went week 14 to Cincinnati, he didn't allow a single pressure. That was his second-best graded game of the year. Yeah. And that's a team that can absolutely get after it. Yes. Yeah. So it's just do you have that in you? Week you know, in, week out. And he's just surrounded by pros. You could not be put in a better position no. to succeed than the one that he's been than he's been put in. No. Gibby wants one word to describe our offensive tackles this past season. Solid. It's funny, I was gonna go there too. Solid. solid. Yeah, solid. Unspectacular, solid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fact or fiction, the Browns will select an offensive tackle with their second round pick. Fiction. I'd like to say fiction, but you never know. It, it feels be, like fiction. It? You got Jed. You have you just signed Conklin. I, just think, I mean, and so you need that's at least two years with starters. If you your second your round, second pick, round needs to be pick, pick needs to be a dude. Needs to be a contributor. Yeah, and you can't fill out the defensive line and speed receiver in free agency. No, that needs it so needs to be a defensive be a guy, tackle or a receiver. Yeah, I someone think. who can come in and, and play, make an impact, and play on the on the either the defensive line or I mean that could be an edge too, like. It, Sure. Maybe it is yes. an edge, whatever, yes, an edge or a tackle, yes. whatever. A pass rusher or, or, or receiver. Or receiver. Or yep. speed receiver. Those are the those are the two uh things that have to be sorted out for this offensive line. Um couldn't agree more. Yeah. So that's that's where you are. You're you're in a good spot at tackle. You'd be in a great spot if Jedrick Wills re realizes his uh his talents and his abilities and plays to his full of both. Then you're in a yeah. great spot at tackle. Uh, we'll take a look at the offseason ahead for the championship Sunday losers coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome into Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Uh, the championship game losers, some big questions 
to be sorted out for both, although the biggest ones don't have to be sorted out for the Bengals just yet. Let's start with them. Unrestricted free agents, most of them on their defense. Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Hayden Purse, the tight end. Eli Apple will be gone. Jermaine Pratt, Samaj P. Ryan, uh, Drew Sample, and Trey Flowers. So they've got those guys. I do think that for Cincinnati, I think that Burrow is going to be such an attractive drawing people will want to play with him um, and the fact that those receivers are going to be there they don't they can start working on those extensions if they want to with those guys all of them yeah. but they don't they don't have to they can yeah hit your thing um hello they can they can wait that out this is not this is not the off season it's not a crisis despair. but their window they're headed next for it, next year is like they want they want to have a good run this year but that's Von Bell, Jesse Bates, Eli Apple, that's three of your top four defensive backs. I think they're ready to be done with Eli Apple. As they should be. As be my hunch. They're $44 yeah. million under the cap, uh, but they do have the Burrow question going forward. They are. Um, they will have some major decisions to figure out, though, with, with how they're going to do all of this with the two receivers and with Burrow. Yes. And my guess is they'll go chase and Burrow and let Higgins walk. And I think they have that, to. That would be a tough spot because Higgins is good. But he can be a one somewhere. I mean, he showed that when Chase was out that he can for be a sure. one. For sure. For sure. It's a it's a embarrassment of riches, right? Can Andrews do it somebody with his size that you could just throw the ball up to down the oh, sideline? Come on down. That works pretty good. Uh, they'll have to redo the safety position, obviously, with Bell and Bates. But they just drafted the kid from Michigan last year. What's his name? Uh, was it Dax Hill. Dax Hill out of Michigan. So he's they do have him in, in the, the first round, in right? As well. Yeah, into the first round. Yeah. Yeah. And they've hit on their picks. Um, that's Vic Tobin down there. He's done a good job. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've hit on their picks. They usually have. Yeah. yeah. Like in the past. He couldn't play this year because he was struggling in coverage, but he, yeah. he played a little bit in this game. Yeah. So they, they are in a pretty good position, and honestly, as long as they have Burrow, they'll be fine. They'll they'll be able to build around it, and they're making they're making strides in the other things too. I mean, that, I will give them credit for this because they've had franchise quarterbacks before and really haven't done anything to take advantage of it in terms of the way the organization puts its best foot forward. Uh, but Katie Blackburn, um, Mike's uh, Mike's daughter, yep. who has a big say in the organization now and is kind of the outward face of it, um, she really has changed the perception of it. And her daughter Katie does a lot of stuff for them as well. Um, they've done a really nice job. I mean, they're, they're working on – they're getting an indoor facility finally at long last. They're spending in free agency. Um, they're taking advantage of this borough window. Honest to goodness, like if they wanted to re – if they wanted to do a new stadium – Now's they won't, the but now would be the time on the Burrow train. There's no question with him that he could have the type of impact in Cincinnati that Manning had in Indy. Oh, yeah. Like you could build a dome if you wanted to. Yeah. And there is – I mean, people think I'm talking nonsense about this. I'm telling you, there is a race in this state somewhere to put a dome. Like you want to, you want to have events, Super Bowls, Final Fours, concerts, WrestleManias. You want to have Big Ten championship games and college football playoff games. I'm telling you right now, high state Buckeyes are not going to play a college football playoff game at the shoe. They're right. not. They're yep. going to go play it at Lucas Oil yep. unless there's a place in this state to play it. You could do that if somebody builds a dome. It's a race to do it. They're not going to build it in Columbus because they can't do anything with the shoe. So either Cincinnati or Cleveland. Get one built. Let's go. Um, but they're in good spot. They're yep. not they're not going anywhere. Niners have a lot going on. In terms of of what they're going to do, huge from, people. Well, they got though. they got quarterback things that they got to they have a quarterback thing they got to figure out what well, they're yeah. doing. Now, you know the gangster. Yeah. What do you think he wants to do? I think he wants Trey Lance to be great. That's what I think he wants. I mean, they've made all that investment in him, but they also could think that 
You know, it's so funny. Glazer was yesterday was saying, you know, if Brock Purdy, you know, has another good game and they beat the Eagles, that you know, Kyle and and John Lynch might think he could be the quarterback next year. Which I was like, how's that? They already have to think he they, could be. Yeah, I mean, they, he hadn't right. lost. He hasn't lost a game that he's played healthy. How? I mean, I early in the season, I don't recall. I didn't. I wasn't watching the Niners much early in the season. I know you pay attention to him when you could. If sure. the schedules ever worked out. Yeah. How was Lance? He's not. He's not a guy that can at least right now operate this core, this offense from the accuracy and cerebral standpoint that Kyle would want. But he adds gives them a whole other dimension with his ability to move and to, and to run and and all of those things. But no, he's, so he only played one full game. Yeah, he was out. He was hurt against Seattle, and that was it. Yep. So in the in the one full game and then a little against Seattle that he played, he's fifteen of thirty one. Right. One ninety four and a pick. It's under fifty percent. What did he sure run is. for? Uh he ran sixteen times for sixty seven. That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running for that yeah. get back. Yeah. Four yards of carry. Yeah. So Purdy ends up on the season in the regular season. That perfectly explains it all. Sixty-seven percent passer, just to carry thirteen seventy-four, thirteen touchdowns, four picks. Uh, Garoppolo, honestly, what's amazing, Garoppolo and Purdy basically mirror. Yep, sixty-seven percent for both of them. Average yards eight point one, seven point nine. Uh, Garoppolo is about seventy-five more yards per game. By the way, eight yards and attempts, sixteen is touchdowns, elite. four interceptions. Yeah, for those two combined, yeah, or for Purdy. Lance was uh, Lance was six yards average. Yeah. Um, the two combined, Garoppolo and Purdy combined for twenty nine touchdowns, eight picks combined. Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Two twenty two for Garoppolo a game, one fifty two for Purdy a game. Um, but they'll have a full season of McCaffrey. They'll have Debo. They will have Uschek. They will have Kittle. They will have Mitchell. They will have all of those weapons. Um, and they just they just got to get the quarterback. They they to me, them and the Eagles clearly are the futures. AFC future bets would be on those two. Yeah, they got to figure out defensively. Ward, Gibson, Emmanuel Mosley, uh, you know McGlinchey's a good tackle. They got to get Robbie Gould back. But this isn't like a a massive group here. That their their core is untouched, yeah. really in this. Yeah, it's a good squad. Got to figure yeah. out quarterback and figure out what to do with it. And it does feel to me like they're always going to have Brock Purdy. I mean, yeah. 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 You do wonder. I wonder, it'd be interesting to see, like, what's the temperature of that building? Like, the, the players on the team. You have you have three different quarterbacks who played this year. I think Garoppolo's out. I think that Purdy can give them Garoppolo. So, I think he's done. So, where's he land? Great question. Is that a Jets? Is that a no, Miami? not anymore with like Lafleur gone. I don't think it's the Jets. Is that Miami? It could it's be Daniel backup for Tua. Yeah, as insurance. Tua's still in concussion protocol. I know. I know. Tua may not ever play. Well, they again. said they are not interested in Brady because they're committed to Tua. Well, for now, because he's he's. But if he can't, I mean, he's been in protocol for two months. Oh, I'm aware. It feels like it's a long time to be in concussion protocol, bud. Yeah, it feels like it's hard to imagine. When like that he could play, you could ever count on him to play seventeen games for your team. Feels like that. It feels like a stretch at this point. Yeah. No. Are you guys aware? Uh, we'll get to the soundbite stuff in a second. Um, one one last 
thing we, we probably could have talked about earlier with the Eagles that we haven't. Are you guys aware of the full scope of the Jalen Hurts career, of the, the whole operation? So in 16, he is a true freshman at Alabama. He wins Southeastern Conference Offensive Player of the Year and Rookie of the Year. Okay. Alabama is undefeated, loses in the national championship to a guy you've heard of named Deshaun Watson on a last-second throw to Hunter, to Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Yep. Okay. So they played in back-to-back national title games. Bam had won the year before. Clemson got him the next year. Clemson had the last possession. So that's his only loss. So he's 13-1 and one as and a freshman. The next year, they recruit Tua in behind him. He's a starting quarterback the whole year. He is benched at halftime of the national championship against game Georgia. against Georgia because he cannot throw the football effectively. They cannot throw it, basically. Think about this now. I where thought, we are I now. I thought it was – was no. there something – did he come – did Tua come in – Earlier in the year, did he get dinged up like in it? No, no, that's – wait. Uh, I'm so, not there. Sorry. So, we bench, we bench Hurts. And Tua wins. Tua wins. It's the walk-off to Devontae Smith. By yeah. the way, right before that, took one of the worst sacks you'd ever take. That plays on third and forever and hits Devonta Smith for the walk-off, right? Celebrate together. Decides to come back for the junior season. This is the famous Maria Taylor asking Nick Saban, and Nick Saban goes, so quit asking. What do you do with your two quarterbacks? He's juggling them, right? But they end up going with Tua. So Jalen Hurts signs up for it. He's the backup. Tua gets hurt in the SEC championship game. Jalen Hurts goes in, wins the game. Yes. Beats Georgia Came in the back, SEC championship game. Came back. Behind him, they win it. They go back to the national title, get slumped by Lawrence and Clemson out in San Francisco. He enters the transfer portal. There are two quarterbacks in the transfer portal that year. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. Justin Fields coming off his freshman year at Georgia. Ohio State's all in on Fields. Justin Fields was the passer of the two. Yep. So he was going to fit into the operation. There's whispers that Jalen Hurts cannot throw the football. Yep. And he's going to have to play another position. So where does the kid pick to go play quarterback? Lincoln Riley. The best offense in the country with a quarterback guru who had won the Heisman previous two quarterbacks. Mayfield and Murray. Yep. Do you remember the video? Of Jalen Hurts doing the squat in spring football, and the yeah. whole he's got the whole team by their throat a weekend. Yep. So he's that type 600 of six hundred pounds or whatever. Yeah, it was. that type of leadership within a week. Speaking of leadership, good God, a crispy oh God. white. Oh God. Oh my gosh, the he's gorgeous dancing. khaki. That's the light we need. That's the illumination. That's a, little, that's a little bit of shine. Yeah. So so he finishes second in the Heisman at, at Oklahoma. He throws for thirty two hundred yards. He rushes for thirteen hundred more. And ends up a second-round pick of the Eagles. And everybody said, what are they drafting him for? They, they had Wentz. Wentz. Yep. Why they drafted him? To be like a change of pace? can never get as much. And now look at him. Yeah. Think of that voyage to get to quarterbacking in the Super Bowl against Mahomes. Well, and how about this? A year ago at this time, we weren't sure that he was the answer in Philly. We asked Spadero <laughs> at camp, yeah. can Hurts throw it? And they, we, we Sal don't know. Powell said that too. Sal Powell said, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. There's a whole bet was on that. Yeah. Now, to be fair, and I think accurate, he hasn't had to. He hasn't had to go chase. Throws. Right. But they built it around him. I just think it's an incredible story. The, the, the voyage yeah. from that standpoint. To lose a job, to pick to go to the hardest place. There's a lot of Burrow in it. Like when Burrow went to LSU, nobody thought Burrow should go to LSU. They don't develop quarterbacks. It's the opposite because Hertz said, I got one year to be turned into a quarterback. Who's the best guy to do that? But, man, 
Did when Burrow went to LSU, did people were people already aware of like Jefferson and Chase and Marshall that like they were they had a special group? You're aware that LSU always has special groups. Athletes. Right. You weren't aware that it was nobody would have known that it was Jefferson and Chase. I mean they're like yeah. You know, the top that four level. receivers in the league. Yeah, you wouldn't have known that it was that. Yeah. Um it was a hell of a gamble though when Burrow went there because nobody Nobody comes out of LSU at quarterback. Like they, they all. If they, you go there to die at quarterback. Yeah, like the one guy that came out that had Odell and Jarvis, like Zach Mettenberger. Yeah, Mettenberger, who transferred in from Georgia, and he was garbage, garbage in the pros. Yeah. Um, do people ever ask to to your point, you know, to question a Nick Saban or to question the Buckeyes? Like, how did you guys have this wrong, or how come you couldn't? How could the question for Saban is more? How, why weren't you able to develop him as that's, a passer? So Saban, the answer for that on Saban is is that's not Saban's gig. Yeah, he play, he's defense. He gives the offense. That was probably would have been Kiffin. Would have been no, no. Kiffin was at FAU. Probably would have been Sarkeesian. Sark, yeah. yeah, Sark would have been the offensive coordinator at that time. So why did he not? And by the way, that still makes no sense that the Mannings gave their kid to him. Ridiculous. Um, but his. Um, yeah, it is. It's curious. Like, why could you not get this out of him? And Burrow was not going to. How play could somebody it? as good as Jalen Hurts be benched? Right, and that much of a leader and right, all, all the stuff. rest of it. And Burrow was couldn't beat out Barrett Haskins. Haskins. Well, Barrett first, and then Haskins. So that's the. I find that hard to believe that he could not beat out Dwayne. Like, it's hard for me to get my head around that. So it's twofold. So it's hurt. It's it was J T. Barrett first, okay, because Urban at that time they transitioned from. You know, a spread Braxton run quarterback, yeah, Braxton uh, Miller to sure. JT Barrett. Urban wanted run quarterbacks who would put their nose down and go get yards. And then they hired Ryan Day, and he wanted guys who could spin it. So Burrow would have benefited tremendously from that and would have been amazing. But at that time, they so Burrow gets hurt the year before he transfers in April. He gets hurt in the in the preseason leading up to the season before. Bur Barrett gets hurt in the Michigan game, and Haskins goes lights out. Goes two drives, incredible right, in the that. Michigan game. And so he had a little bit of a lead on Barrett going into spring because of that. And they basically fought to a standstill. And then Urban did a really stand-up thing and said he named the starter after spring to give one of them the chance to go play somewhere else and be a starter. And so he named Haskins because they, in part because they had seen Haskins in the Michigan game shine. Now, to be fair, you it have to remember this. It just seems nuts that you well, would watch him throw the ball and watch it, Haskins throw the ball and be like, I'd want that guy. Haskins had a howitzer. So what, though? It's ugly. Dude, Haskins threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns was a Heisman finalist. So know, it's not but, like he didn't get it done. But this, we're talking about Joe Burrow. I understand. But the, you, you have to – the context of it all was in college they were very close, and Haskins had more physical traits. That's how it happened. And by the way, it all ended up fine because Burrow goes to LSU, does all the thing he does. Ohio State ends up Haskins Fields, both Heisman finalists. So it's it all kind of worked, oddly. Don't you feel like if you had Joe Burrow, you win a national championship? Buddy, I knew Joe when he was 16. Nobody thought that this is what it would be. Like it was his combinate. It was the combination of the Ohio State, the way they put turn you into a pro from a body standpoint. And then the coaching that he got from Day, and then essentially when he got to, to LSU, was what, Joe and, Brady? and his own yes, and his own self belief, he believed in such a big way. And honestly, I don't know. Like I think the chip at Ohio State helped him, like the fact that he didn't win the job. But he was not 
Quinn Ewers. He wasn't like a five-star guy. His only other big-time Division One offer was Nebraska, and that's where his dad played. It was Ohio State, Nebraska. I know. I just it wasn't like, like everybody just, was doing it. It's hard for me to fathom being around watching him throw the ball at practice, and I would be like, yeah, I don't want that guy to play for my team. They liked him a lot, but they had an embarrassment of riches at the time. Probably the bigger what-if is why one of them didn't unseat Burrow going into or Barrett going into his senior year. That's well, probably the one because Haskins was great. He really was. And Ohio State was great. I got to tell you. Yeah. And when we when we played them and I just watching him warm up, I thought he I was like this is nuts. And well, maybe I think he, he got was broke. mentally fractured at that point, but Yeah, I think he got broke. It was awful. Yeah, he was I I want to say his I think his college stats are going to blow your mind. Well, you just said 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. So. Yeah, I think it was five. So, like, did Burrow break his records? No, Burrow went... Burrow's close to 6,000 yards that year at LSU. And how many touchdowns? I think he was close to 60. I mean, it's not that far away from 5,050. I mean, no, 5, but, but Haskins wasn't the record. I think the record was like... Yeah. Well, I think our guy we played this year for the Patriots... Ended had it. Up, had it, right? Zappy. Yeah. Western Kentucky, right? The Hilltoppers or something like that? I'm just yeah. saying Haskins' season had to be one of the be five best ever. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Let's see what he ended up. Five. Yeah. 70%, 48, 31, 50, and 8. 50 touchdowns, okay. What was picks. Burrow's nutso year? Was that the same year? No. Burrow's junior year. In fact, Burrow's junior year at LSU, you wouldn't have thought that he's this. He, it wasn't until the second half of his junior year that he really took off. That's right. Yeah. I forget that he was there for two years yeah. and he his, did not look great as first. His year. junior year was really like a lot of people. I'm like, I remember telling my buddies down there, I'm like, he's a dude. And people were like, ah, doesn't look like it to us. But then the second half, yeah, Burrow was 58% passer the first year at LSU. Okay. 28 94, 16 and 5. Um, <laughs> the senior year is the greatest single season in the history of college football. Yeah. He's 76%. 56, 71, 60, and 6. That's it. It's him and Cam Newton. Those are the two best seasons in the history of college football. They did it. Have some chips. Oh, I was just talking. I was going to say, who was I just talking to about Cam Newton? Did you know Cam Newton yeah. was Joe Hayden's roommate at Florida their freshman years? I didn't, but I knew that they were there at the same time. And he he said he just didn't know how to like be a quarterback yet, but the guy was like, Unreal, and obviously he wasn't able to stay at Florida. Yeah, laptops. Felt like, at that point, a challenge to get yourself out of that program. Like, that was kind of an accomplishment to yeah. be told that you could no longer compete there. Dude, they put Tebow with Hernandez. That was Tebow's roommate, Aaron Hernandez. Well, didn't the message didn't quite get all through. Of, all of Tim's good did not get through. So we were talking about this when we were, when we were with Joe. <laughs> like, if you were to play the greatest college football game ever, and you had Every player ever, so you're going to have two rosters play the greatest college football game ever. Yeah, is Tebow starting for a team? Isn't he? Or he's no. certainly in a room. He was dominant. Can we answer after the break? Yeah, we can answer after the break. Yeah, you've, you've you're to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the NFL. Join the Browns season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. The hard part with the college football conversation is, is you, you, it's hard to not be biased by their NFL career or lack thereof. So you're trying to remember what they were in a moment. And I think the best doppelganger for Tebow is probably like Tommy Frazier, who was a quarterback Nebraska. in Nebraska in the mid-'90s. Sure. Um, he won two national championships. The 95 Nebraska team is the most dominant college football team of all time. It's insane. Their average scores beat six-ranked teams. Average margin is like 30 a game, and that's not even hyperbole. Tom Osborne? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> Didn't end well. Um, a guy, the biggest guy from my high school, Constantine Dumitrescu, who was like a 6'8", 350-pound tackle. Yeah. Got recruited to Nebraska in there. Did he go? He went, yeah, in their heyday. He never amounted. He, he never played really anything yeah. of consequence. But well, there was a time. I mean, it was they won three national titles in a four-year period. Yeah. Um, here's here, yeah, th- their scores are crazy. So they be, they beat uh, Oklahoma State sixty-four to twenty-one. They beat Michigan State fifty to ten. They beat Arizona State seventy-seven to twenty-eight. They beat Pacific forty-seven to seven. Washington State's their closest game. They beat them. 35 to 21, Missouri 57 to nothing, Kansas State 49-25, Colorado 44-21, Iowa State 73-14, Kansas 41 to 3, Oklahoma 37 to nothing, and they beat Florida for the national title 62-24. Their closest game was 35-21. So Frazier was the linchpin of that. Um he's that's the thing the thing with Tebow is um, he's a three-time Heisman finalist. Yep. You can with a straight face make an argument he's the best college football player of all time. You could do that. I mean, he's, he won it. He was a finalist three other times. He was a part of two national championship teams. They won it as a freshman. He was a role player. They won it when he was a junior, um, when they had one of the most dominant teams of all time with Percy Harvin and all those guys. So, like, his senior year, they are undefeated. They don't lose till they lose in the SEC title game to Bama. So, like, that's the he wins it as a sophomore. And yet, like, statistically, there isn't, like, the Burrow-Newton season. Right, right. There's not a season where it was like he was the orchestrator of some of the most talented college football teams we've seen. He was a tremendous leader. He was a really good passer, runner, but they were loaded, right? Loaded, yeah. So, you know, and he was a three-year starter. He stuck around. Right, so Tebow's <clears throat> college. Yeah. It's actually better than I would have thought. It's good. I mean, I'm sure he has a 4,000-yard passing season. I'm sure he's got a 1,000-yard rushing season. He's got... No 4,000-yard passing season. What's the closest he gets? The best is uh, 67% completions, 3,300 yards, Mm. 9.4 in attempt, 32 touchdowns, 6 picks. He had back-to-back seasons where he threw 62 touchdowns, 10 picks, completed 67% of his passes, and in those two seasons, he also ran for nearly 2,000 yards and 35 touchdowns. Yeah, he was unbelievable in the goal line. In two, Bowling ball. 2007, <clears throat> Tim Tebow, 67% passing, 3,300 yards, 9.4 in attempt, 32 passing touchdowns, six picks, rating 172.5. He also ran for 900 yards and 23 touchdowns. So he had, That's the Heisman year, right? So the sophomore. Yep. Yeah. 50, 23, and 55 touchdowns all on his own. And then, the, I mean, everything in the red zone they gave him. Just gave it to him. Inside yeah, the five. Awesome. Here's one that shocked done. me. I just looked up Jim Kelly. At Miami? Not great. Like 55%. Like, totally different era. Like, 
That's why. Just a totally different. That's why this one stands out to me. Vinny Testaverde was kind of a baller. Yes, he was. They lost to Penn State in the national championship game in the desert. Got drilled. Is that in the camouflage? They showed up in the fatigues and got drilled. Yeah. Yeah. He was unbelievable. The two best, I, I think the two best college football seasons of all time are Newton and Burrow. Those are the two. uh, The argument otherwise, they both went undefeated in the SEC, in the SEC West. Statistically, they were monsters. They both won the Heisman. They both went to programs that historically, you could argue Cam's is even better because he does not have Chase and Jefferson. The cha- the the Cam season's unbelievable. Here's a crazy one for you. Frazier's best season, Tommy Frazier's best season, he completed 47% of his passes. Oh, yeah. For his career, 49% completions, 43 touchdowns, 11 picks. And he... His best running season was 704 yards and nine. We had one year 604 and, and 14, but not like you've never played in the game. second half and yeah, they ran yeah, triple sure. option. Forty nine percent is crazy. No, they didn't throw it. I mean, it was it's wild. Yeah. Um, all right, lots more to react to on this one uh, on the championship Sunday. Uh, start turning our attention to the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks and the offseason plans as well. The next level's coming up next. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.